Helper, Williams, and Lee, the Deadly Three, penetrate the secret chambers of an evil island empire. What do you know about Han? He lives like a king on that island, totally self-sufficient. A fortress without walls, protected by an invincible army that needs no ordinary weapons. This is Enter the Dragon, the first martial arts film produced by a major Hollywood studio. John Saxon is Roper. He was in it for the money. U.S. karate champion Jim Kelly as Williams. He was there because he had no choice. Black Belt Hall of Fame undisputed martial arts champion and international film star Bruce Lee. His job was to get them out alive. I'm hoping you'll join us, represent us, in the United States. You want me to join this? Roper, Williams, and Lee. Just when they think they've broken the secret of the island, they find there is no escape from the inscrutable Han. Warner Brothers presents Enter the Dragon, where the world's greatest martial arts athletes meet the ultimate challenge with the most ancient and deadly of weapons, the human body. Enter the Dragon, from Warner Brothers. Transmission will start in five seconds from now. Five, four, three, two, one, in. Welcome to Waffle On Podcast. My name is Simon Eddings. And I'm Mark Kelly. And I'm David Ray. Hello, hey. Welcome Hello. to the show. Um, 2015. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 2015. Good Christmas, everyone. Christmas, isn't it? That's actually good, man. I like the fact that Kel's got a load of chocolates left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. is getting larger. <laughs> this is the, uh, we, we normally do have a, 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 a bite of a podcast. Yeah, he's giving me some uh, weird food. So thanks, uh, Moses. Yeah, no weird food this uh, yeah. time. My best one ever, right, was when I gave him some uh, anti that biting your nails. Uh, mm. He put that on his tongue, thinking it wouldn't be that bad. You ever done that with your pant your nails? But after having nails, it's the most disgusting thing in the end. But it can't be that bad. Put some on your tongue. Because it's just bitter. It's beyond bitter, isn't it, mate? It's beyond bitter. Well, no, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can't even try to make that. Why were you handing this out? Oh. I've always done it with me to put things on him. And, uh, Who's a laugh? Do you remember when I put a massive blob of Vicks in your eye? Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> the times you used to have. Remember them? Happy days. Yeah, think about I've just realised that they do coffee now, don't they? Yeah. All right, mate. Do you send a review with them? Have you coffee or? No, I don't. Excellent. We're getting away from our uh, thing now. We're in a comfortable review of uh, the chocolates. (laughs) (laughs) So we are talking, well, we might as well say what we're talking about. Uh, Those eagle uh, eared. Oh, yeah, eagle ears again. Eagle ears. Uh, uh, Country fudge. That's when we're doing it. I don't like fudge. 
Yeah, yeah, I like fudge. What are you saying? Yeah. I like fudge. Are there also nuts at the point in coconut ones as well? If you can have a coconut one, have a brownie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They should have better. Do Cadbury's do better? Oh, Makes me going back to the chocolates. <laughs> Move away from the chocolates. <laughs> um, yes, we're going to be talking about those eagle ears, I should say. God, these good things I'm ready to do. Yeah. Um, all of those via the trailer. Yeah, I can't quite remember what the trailer's like. It's a bit poor, I think. I think it's just sound effects. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we are doing uh, Enter the Dragon, possibly one of the best. Uh, martial arts or is it I think personally the best the best yeah I do we always talk about that no we were talking about this at lunchtime no oh I thought I'd come up with a name it wasn't Kung Fu something was oh it? no this is it's trying no. to think of this we were talking about Kung Fu films right. right we were saying it earlier on at work remember when Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon came out that, yeah. that all, other film came out as well which is a little bit of a comedy comedy one but it was also really Kung Fu cool. Hustle that's it. Come we went the pictures and saw it, didn't we? <laughs> now that is ice. Yeah, that is. But that's yeah, quite yeah. tongue in cheek, isn't it? They also did another one called Shaolin Soccer, which is good if you like that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Now, uh, the, one of the parodies of Enter the Dragon, uh, just before I mentioned that, it was, of course, in Kentucky Fried Movie. Which I saw when I was a kid. I which can't... Anthony put on our Facebook page of the day. I and saw that. Fistful of, fistful of Yen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. really good. Well, it was funny actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it seemed like that. I don't think it can stand up anymore. It's like one of those no. sort of. Uh... It was the first like, Abraham's movie, wasn't it? Yeah, the airplane guys, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's funny bits in it, as I remember. Like now, it's just really, really dated. Look at yeah. him. Look at him sitting over there. Yeah. Look at him. Who do you think you are with that? Who do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> Come in here. If you want to, S. Thompson yeah. poker visor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How far is this going to go? That's oh, really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait till I get, wait till I get my cigarette holder. You wait, you wait. I'm going to be rocking that at all times. He's just sitting there with big sunglasses on, yeah. with that on. Yeah. Oh, I, I sit in the garden now, looking at the stars. <laughs> there was a cosplay picture the other day of um, of somebody dressed up as Johnny Depp, but it was Johnny all of Johnny Depp's characters Brilliant. in one cosplay. So yeah, he had like oh. the the big contrast top of glasses on with the cigarette holder, yeah. the Captain Jack Sparrow beard, yeah. with the thing he's on. Uh, a bit of the Willy Wonka bit and Edward Scissorhands. Interesting. Interesting. Full of North Now, um, so yeah, before we talk about it, anything to talk about so over Christmas? Anything, any films that you've seen? Or no, you know what I was going to talk to you about? This only quickly, because I haven't really... But what, what was the Doctor Who Christmas special like? You know I refuse to watch Christmas specials of anything because it's generally shit. Yeah, really enjoyable. Really enjoyable. And it was enjoyable because the fact that, um, you know, we talked about the downfall of the Simon Pegg. And the reason why he's not, not funny and he's, not funny he's got either. weird hair now. Um, yeah, you get obsessed with that hair, ain't you? It's not real though, is it? Who's got the worst hair, him or Ramsey? Yeah, but Ramsey's is real. I mean, Ramsey had his hair cut in, I don't know, he might have had a bit of a, <laughs> a, bit of a touch up no, there. No, Ramsey's but, proper blind. Yeah, I think. But, Peg, what's going on? It's too much sun in. Everyone did sun in. Damn that ginger. <laughs> But Nick Frost, he's, you know, when you watch Nick Frost, there's no... I mean, you saw, didn't you see Cooper, um, that Cooper dance thing they did, that dancing film? Didn't you watch that? It's all right. It's all right. All right. I but, that it's but Nick Frost is Nick Frost, isn't it? You know what you're going to get from He's Nick got Frost. no pretensions to be anything no. else. I don't, he wants to be a funny comedian. You know who else is like that, don't you? Who? Oh. Stanley. Yeah, yeah, he's like that. Stay in the new. I can't imagine Stephen doing comedy though. Can you? Oh no! no. <laughs> well, I suppose. I suppose the uh, what are they called? You, you the, might uh, be able to tell me this. You know, I do sort of work for Aston Villa at work. You do. Mm. They do. Um, they've, they've got a Statham room. What? Derek Statham, that is. Oh, is it? Not oh, Jason oh, Statham. I knew it was too good to be. I was going to say we have a Jason Statham room at Villa Park. <laughs> <laughs> Kick the ball, you plan. Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, no, actually it was really good, but Nick Frost was really good. He's very tongue in cheek, you know, Santa Claus isn't it? Obviously, so there is a danger element of that. If you're going to put Santa Claus into a Christmas episode, especially if it's a sci fi episode, you've got to be thinking, well, how far is this going to go? Is this going to be sort of like, oh, Santa Claus is real? Mm. Because I didn't let Isla watch it purely for the fact that obviously she's five and she's like, you know, she loves the idea of Santa Claus in it. The last thing I wanted her to watch was something which was going to get blown out. It was really well done. It was all about dreams, basically. And, and what do you dream about at Christmas? If you're scared, who, do you want, who are you going to call? As he says, you know, it's Santa Claus. It was really enjoyable. Capaldi was great. Emily done a nice run where the fact when he walks so in the time... Kill he's, no, she's in the next series. But what was good about it, that he actually smiles and there's a nice quick when he walks in. So he's kind of like... He almost says that he's, he's in the role of the Doctor now, so he's not as great. I think they've got, to, they've got to warm him up a little bit. Although I quite like to. I know, yeah, because... He can't keep that going for... for you know, for a whole season. Well, it'll just turn people off, wouldn't it? Yeah, and that's what happened with Colin Baker. Oh, Colin yeah. Baker was great, but I mean, you so know, because they couldn't afford these uh, trousers anymore because they got looking too big. Who? Which one? Oh, Colin, Colin Baker. Baker's. Well, there is that story where uh, <laughs> Peter Davidson knew because obviously Peter Davidson got fatter because <laughs> you do. But uh, he, he knew that the the, cloth, the trousers they give him for the, um, the 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 one with David Tennant was Colin Baker's trousers because he's got an extra V at the back <laughs> where they actually cut out some material to soak in his arse. Yeah, but he did one scene bent over his big fat arse as well with the ring. Yeah, that was weird because we was at the moment of the show and he was bending over and I said to you, I bet that's Colin Baker. Boo. And who would come walking around the corner with David Jacobi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to say that's okay, but he's camping, I mean, you know, no no disrespect. Is it? Mets, are you casting the Spurs to get not Brian Ferrell? Well, look, I was he spread the rumour it's called that Brian Ferrell was gone. Well, I'm still amazed about Benedict Cumberbatch. He's got his music. Well, I like the fact that, first of all, he announced he's engaged in the Times. True gentleman. Yeah, yeah. And then just knocks her up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a gentleman. Yeah, yeah, Probably knocks her up before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're so Birdman. I'm going to see, I've got my ticket booked for three weeks' time because obviously my, uh, my little. Uh, I said I did put a bit of uh, this for you as well. Hmm. It's so amazing. Yeah. It is so amazing. Like I said, I come out and I couldn't stop, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I did, I went out, even went on Facebook and about it, didn't know which I don't do that much. And if it, I, you know, anyone who's got any interest in acting yeah. or how films work. It's a technical masterpiece. Mm. I've never seen anything done like it. I've seen I was, the trailer, but I didn't know what it was about because it's not obvious from, you know, it's, it's about superhero him. thing. But. It's about him. He's a failed... Well, not failed. He's someone who thinks he's art better than he is. He's done these two big comic book films when he's young, young guy, and he was massive and then didn't want to do any more because he wanted to be taken seriously. But he didn't work for years. Years, sorry. So he puts on this play. It's a bit like George Reeves, kind of. Exactly that kind of thing, where he puts on this play, this really heavy play, because everyone will take him seriously. But it's about what happens. But the most shocking revelation is... Uh, is is Edward Norton is so funny in it. You don't think of it or not? He's but a brilliant, don't, don't you think brilliant that, film. I, mean, I, I like Mark Ruffalo in the Avengers, but I thought Edward Norton was pretty good as, as Bruce Banner. He had that kind of humour to him because I mean he is well known. Yeah, but he's ruined like his own career, hasn't he, Edward Norton? Because yeah. you know, taking himself way too brilliant actor. But was he brilliant. taking himself too seriously, or he was he just press kind of thing? Because he's in that god awful film which I hated called uh, "He's Sneaking It to Me." There, was it Kingdom of Heaven? Which I saw in Australia, I and film. oh my lord, I, love it. I hated it. I love it. Oh, Ridley Scott's last great film. It was, film, it was just, it was just <laughs> rigorously bored all the way through. But I didn't know <clears throat> that it was Edward Norton as the player. Uh, I was thinking, don't go and ever see it. I watched Exodus over Christmas. Now that's an interesting film. 
Interesting isn't good. Interesting. Well, no, it's very, so, you know, you can't get a more fucking fundamental atheist than me watching a film about the Ten Commandments. It's very <laughs> suspended disbelief, but it is interesting because they do explain. They had a rock on his head so much, and just been all visions. <laughs> <laughs> is it? I mean, did you see Noah? Was like, oh, I saw Noah. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of that? I mean, you know, talking about it, I, I thought it was yeah. ridiculous. I thought it was very unbelievable. Yeah. No, but um, ironic. But those, yeah, but then then I sort of looked at you know the, yeah, what are they called the nephilim. Yeah, those yeah. Those big sort of stones. Correct, they're yeah. actually in it. You know, it's quite. Um, I enjoyed it. I think they are stories. They are really yeah, stupid they are, stories. They are the stupid stupid because, they? Yeah, the, the stories. Yeah. I've got, I can watch a story even though I'm not, I don't believe in anything. So I can watch this when it's like. Is the, like, the most unbelievable thing, Ray Winston? Because well, I just can't, I can't buy having my reason. Oh, I'm no, gonna come and get you. No, there, there's an actor who's gone down the as He's got old. He's just gone into easy mode, hasn't he? Well, he's done. He's like Dennis Williams did, as far as I'm concerned. He's he's sort of like taken on this persona of his art, and it is on my dad's well, house. Regan in it, the Regan in that. But the, that's not Regan. That's not Regan. That's not the That's not Regan. Yeah. He weren't a bully in the lights. He wasn't. Yeah. He was a bit of a bully, but but as a seventies bully though. Yeah. Well, the thing yeah. is, he was just a bloke and hard work. He didn't come. He's just a fat. Lazy. Anyway, we mean to so about next move on. Yeah. So that was uh, that, that was our thing. I'm off to see the Hobbit as well in a couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to it. Hobbit three. Mm. <sighs> Will it be our people walking? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a Nightcrawler on your recommendation. It's amazing. amazing. It's amazing. amazing. If he don't, I went to win the Oscar. Is, yeah. it, is it the weirdest character ever in the film? Oh, it's, it's not a nice character, in it? It's just a amazing film, isn't it? Film, really. But it's, it's, it's an amazing film. Right, cool. So, Cal, what do we do before we talk about this kind of shit? We play the theme tune. Ah! <laughs> 
let's uh, not forget who wrote the music, which of course is on. Go to Lalo Schifrin, the Argentinian composer, who of course also wrote. Uh, Good Bad Yogle. No, no, come here. No, um, um, come on. It's one of the greatest things you've ever done. Yeah, yeah, uh, I actually put it on the. Uh, it's fine. It's no, fine. No, on the news. I actually put it in there, but no one knows it. He actually did the Mission Impossible thing, June. I did put that on there. But uh, also did the Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's a Dirty Harry. So look, hey, fellas, <laughs> we've got some comments. No, we haven't. We've got one comment. Nice. And an email, which only came through today. So I'm going to read a comment out. This was from Phil Bellamy on our Facebook group page, mm. simply saying, greatest martial arts film ever made, mm. boards don't hit back. Good quote. Mm. Yeah, that, that is good. That, yeah, that is good. And the uh, email we had <clears throat> was from Gareth Lloyd. And Gareth has this to say. No, Rob K. Yeah, where is he? Where are you, Rob? Where is this are you? New Year's resolution where he's decided that he's going to get... He's not going to be mental anymore. He's, I don't know. Man, he's, they've stopped the post in the uh, <laughs> Metman. Yeah, or the Gypsy's Gypsy girlfriend has chopped his toes off. Anyway, Gareth Lloyd, uh, not a Gypsy, uh, has this to say. Hello, chaps, and a happy new year to you both. Now, Enter the Dragon has always been a firm favourite of mine since I saw it at my local cinema when I was at the tender age of seven. Seven? Yeah, I know. Enter the Dragon at seven? This came down the year we were born. Uh, Now I managed to see it as Kung Fu was all the rage and the cinema owners were constantly being asked by the local kids if they could see it and it got to the point where they got so fed up of the constant stream of requests that they asked the local police station if they could let the kids in to see it and this being a less politically correct that's time, that's the, the local sergeant said that they could. <laughs> so all the local whippersnappers were enjoying Bruce Lee at his high-kicking, iconic best. Now, I've watched this many times since, and it remains a great favourite of mine. It bombs along with just enough story to keep you interested. Great characters from the knife-handed Han to the cool Williams, and of course Bruce Lee, who loses charisma. Perhaps the only weak link is John Saxon, oh, who doesn't seem comfortable with the action stuff. <coughs> or maybe it's down to the fact that the part of Roper was written with James Coburn in mind, that is true. Who would have been brilliant, especially as he was a friend and student of Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also have to give a shout out for the brilliant Lalo Schifrin. I probably said that wrong, but sorry. A score that cements the film's coolness and really complements the action. So all in all, a definite classic that led me not to just watching other Bruce Lee films, but it gave me an interest in other martial arts films and Asian cinema in general. So, thanks guys for your great show, and I'm very much looking forward to another year of you both waffling on. So take care and cheers, Gareth. Cheers, Gareth. That was a good little... He could have his own Mr. Gareth. Are we going to do that all Just as a ball. I don't know. I don't think I can fathom it all over. I guess there's only so much you can say about song. Well, we just talk about him hanging off the clock. Podcast done. So, you say clock. Easy there. Low into the turn. So, Enter the Dragon. Came out in 26th of July, 1973. Of course... What a brilliant year that was. It was, yeah. Six years after his death. It's crazy. Not a great year for him. Ah, for us, it was especially was again, yeah, because we were born. Seventeenth yeah. uh, of August in nineteen seventy three in the United States. The running time, the English International Cup, was ninety nine minutes, and the current restored version is one hundred and two minutes. Although the one that I've got is one hundred and one. Well, we were talking this when we. There's loads of rumours about this film, isn't that cuts? <clears throat> well, and yeah, you were saying there's not as many as you think. The reason not that the, the famous one was always the non. Yeah, but we think. This is a myth, isn't it? The nunchaker bit, because it's not out of Enter the Dragon, it's is not, it? That's in Game of Death. Game of Death, but 
I, when I was a kid, do you remember seeing? I'm sure I saw Internet Dragon when he's doing that bit with the bloody things and he's battling everyone. No, he's no, there's it. a bit, but they, they get sort of discarded pretty quick, don't they? Yeah. He, he, he gets oh, someone wow. with a beam or something. Yeah. Like in, that. in the one that I watched last night, um, you had, or the other day, um, he, do, he gets. Is Blu ray? Uh, no, mine's a mine's a two D special, thirty D special edition, I think. Oh. but he, uh, he he batters some guy, <clears throat> which I think is Jackie Chan, because Jackie Chan's in this film three times. But mm-hmm. I'll, I'll talk more about that. Right. And uh, he grabs the nunchakers off him and does the old. Yeah, he doesn't sort of come into contact with anyone, does he? He just puts them over his. No, he does. He whacks a couple. He whacks a couple of people, and then as he turns around, he gets locked in that. Then metal doors come down. Yeah, and then he just sits there and does. But I said I remember a big bit when he's battling thing, but we said that's also it's hard to say what you're. Excuse me, being a kid, isn't it? You can't. That is, it's the kind of thing, isn't it, where you, you, you kind of... You're watching like, loads of stuff. It, but, you know, the, but, yeah, I mean, the reason, when you look at Wikipedia, when you look at uh, cinema release, sorry, home releases, it does give you a list of every single um, edition that came out. There's not an awful lot of difference. Marvel has a, is a lovely 2 disc edition with lots of kind of bonus features and, you know, making ofs and, and obviously Bruce Lee documentaries. But, um, yeah, I mean... Was it an X when it came out, do you know? Um, Do you know what it was? Well, 1973. It probably was a bit. Really. But, saying, yeah. um, but it, of course, it was filmed into, uh, without sound, uh, hence the reason why it's so. Um, you can't imagine doing a film like that now, yeah, can you? Yeah. And Bruce Lee obviously speaks his own voice in this, yeah. and obviously, obviously, Saxon does as well. Um, but that's why you get the, the kind of like the over, especially the beginning with the, the Shaolin Temple with, the, with his master. He's clear. I mean, they don't even try on that. One. It's just like a, a casual New York bloke. Like, he just takes you out of the film a little bit. Uh, only a budget of eight hundred and fifty thousand, yet made in Hong Kong dollars um, three million, twenty-five million USA, and at the moment two hundred million dollars uh, worldwide. So the main stars of this, obviously Bruce Lee. Let's just talk about him for a minute. Uh, born November twenty-seventh, nineteen forty, in Chinatown, San Francisco. Only lived there for three months before going over uh, back to Hong Kong. Uh, died sadly on July the 20th, 1973, at the age of 32. Um, quite a, you know, uh, you were saying earlier on that, you know, his earlier films as well, and this is a film that broken, but you were saying that people often describe Steve McQueen, didn't you, as the King of Cool? Well, you, you kind of like exactly, him. right. When I was brought up with uh, Ray's dad being the King of Cool, <laughs> your dad was the King of Cool? Yeah, yeah he was. Cool, was yeah, yeah, yeah. turned into, um, who is it? Yeah, Spaceman gets Chris. Uh, Christy Burr. Christy Burr. Chris Burr. No, yeah, that, that's, he's <laughs> not a King Kong. He's the anti... He's the, he does uh, look a bit like Christy Burr. He does, yeah. <laughs> we'll but, it, that. but that was really... It was all that. What's the next? Steve McQueen, King of Cool. Yeah. But to me, it's Bruce Lee. Mm. I don't think there's a cooler movie star than Bruce Lee. Yeah. Well, like when I was telling you that fact, wasn't I, that Morrissey, when he, when he plays, before he comes on stage, he puts uh, all pictures of Bruce Lee in all his different clothes in. Mm-hmm. And the people got, know who he is. He never got a chance to prove himself. <coughs> he never did when you look at him, you look at him in this film and he, his acting is pretty stand-up, you know, pretty yeah. good compared to the some of the other yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. cast that were in it. And he's just effort, you know, effortlessly cool. Well, yeah, he's cool. I, I mean, we were saying that, uh, when you watch it, really, you could, you could literally take that whole film and set it now and not change it to a single thing apart from possibly the clothes. But when you see him wearing yeah. that suit with the, the massive collars yeah. that are perfectly straight, yeah. they look wicked. Yeah, you want to make the first thing you talked about this morning. His bloody collars and his collars in that shirt. Amazing. But I mean, the one thing that does let it down is actually the English guy, the, 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 the guy from the British government who comes in. I mean, whether it's the overdubbing of that, I presume it's the same guy. I don't see why they would have to get somebody else. But he's overdubbing and that is atrocious. And the one thing that I didn't like about my DVD was the fact that I didn't have the option to have 
Um, well, I can't can you, can you do no, that? Can no, you, it's got subtitles, but it's not. It hasn't got the language on it, which makes me think. So there's not. Can was, it, was, it do, was it recorded only in English? That's interesting because you thought there would have been a Cantonese version, wouldn't you? Mm, no, no. Um, John Saxon. So I, oh. I'd like to know your opinions on John Saxon. Oh, I like born, John Saxon. He was born uh, uh, Carmine Avico. What name. a brilliant name! Would uh, you call yourself John Saxon if you got that right? Seventy-nine years old, John Saxon. He's now he was at Comic Con last year, I believe. Uh, oh. Born in Brooklyn, New York. New York. He's been uh, acting since nineteen fifty-four, and he's still. But um, what's your, Ray, what's your, what's your opinions of, of the legend John Saxon? Oh, he's he's a man that's just straight out of the seventies, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He just looks. Like, he's just got that look yeah. of the seventies or eighties, murder mystery suspense lead or something like I that. I think it's, it helps with the fact that the first thing you see him on the park, obviously you see them on the boat on their little boats. Um, he's on the golf on the golf course, and you automatically think, man, this must be some mega rich dude. And because he's not, he's got he hasn't got a penny to his name. He's not one of the actors like Robert Wagner and that. You know, you know, there's an ilk yeah, of actors. Does, or, yeah, yeah. Um, Stacy Keach. Yes, yeah, I love Stacy Keach though. Really. I keep saying it. American, American listeners, I, this is a call. Normally it's Cal who comes uh, mm-hmm. out there begging. Uh, I'm desperate for the uh, the series um, title. You've oh. I, 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 about this series. This, uh, you read about this series. And I read, yeah, because uh, it was Darren and Lee from uh, Black Dog Podcast who told me all about it. And I keep, I keep watching him. As in Titan, as Ken sounds Titan. amazing. But and like, it's just the way it does, like you know, um, you know, fist camp. I would say if anyone out there can get me a copy, oh, a knockoff one. I don't. Care. Is it out in them? You can buy it. It is, but we it's deleted. That's the thing you see, oh, and so it's it's got out of. Out of oh, so it's out. Yeah. So and you can get it for like, and I'm not paying for. I'm not paying the difference money, but it's like 115 dollars <laughs> or something like that. And I'm not paying that. I'm sure. I'm sure it must be shown on cable in America somewhere so if anyone's bored and they want to you know take it for me and email me yeah, I'll send do. you a waffle on a gift mm. which will probably be a photograph chocolate that's like euphemism Kelly in his hat Jim Kelly who you called who did you call Jim Brown because I Jim Brown yeah. a bit racist racist <laughs> <laughs> no I, I, yeah, I, don't know, I don't need to say more than that no, but it's amazing it? look at a picture of Jim, Jim Kelly there the still from Black Samurai yeah yeah no <laughs> He has got the best line in it as well, hasn't he? Got him. His style is unorthodox, but effective. Yeah. It's an amazing line in it because we used to use that when we were growing up a lot for everything, didn't we? Every kind <laughs> yeah, of scenario, you could do your work in there. James, James Milton Kelly, uh, born May the 5th, 1946 in Millersburg, Kentucky, uh, passed away June the 29th, 2013. So only two years ago, oh, uh, yeah. age 67. Uh, it was a martial artist and actor, oh, as opposed to the uh, man Saxon, who um, did a well, little bit of Well, he's about it. It's the strangest bit. When I first saw that film, it's like, these are the masters of Kung Fu in the world. Thinking, how did John Saxon got him there? He can't even lift his leg. <laughs> <laughs> Can he? Nah. He does, and does a, he does do a little bit. I mean, I suppose the, the one scene where... He did the punching, can't he? He does the punching all right. He's, <laughs> actually, he's got, that. He's got his fist pretty well, good see, there, He wasn't the mas- martial artist... In real life, no, no, no. In fact, uh, it's probably too late, but I'll say it now. Um, originally, it was meant to be um, Williams who fights with um, ah. uh, Lee's character, who's called Lee, uh, at the end. But John Saxon's agent um, got it all changed around. So you know, because it's the seventies, and you know, obviously racism. Not particularly cared about the black guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they, uh, yeah, they kill him off. In a, well, we'll, we'll come down a bit, but uh, yeah, and Saxon gets to, but when you see the, you know, when they set it up where he's gonna like for the betting, 
and that bloke's battery and then he kind of gives him the wink oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you see him kick ass then that's a good but again that's kind of you know for this is choreographed by generally by Bruce Lee um, yeah. but yeah no I think uh, yeah Saxon was Saxon was purely in this film because he's, he's an white. American white <laughs> actor you couldn't put anyone and he's yeah, probably cheap, cheap too, well name me another film that he's done well I know because he's in one of my favourite video masters called Cannibal Holocaust class which is a class film if there are any horror fans out there they'll know it uh, and he's amazing in that but he ain't really he's, he, look, he looks good but no he don't really look good but now uh, End of the Dragon uh, has, has been uh, beamed, has been uh, deemed culturally significant in the United States and has now been selected for preservation in National Film Registry I agree it yeah. is. it's really it's really of its time mm. you know it's it's a spy film it's a black exploitation film yeah. and it's like a kung, a kung fu, fu film yeah, I'm glad you mentioned months. that because that's something that people don't really remember that ultimately it's a, it's a revenge film as well but I mean it is principally a spy film but it's like a, well I, I read an interview said he's, when he grew up he loved James Bond mm-hmm. so uh, you know he was brought up in a British colony all this stuff is in him wasn't it yeah. there's no doubt it's like a Japanese well or a Hong Kong James Bond isn't it yeah. if that's how a Bond had been there is a, <coughs> excuse me there is a bit of a slight flaw at the beginning though that you might be able to correct this, but he, he, he gets that British guy who comes along and yeah. like, oh, yeah, hello Mr. Lee, the lady is going there and he's like, you know, Han's got a hands competition. And, um, and I, I think he accepts then and then his Shaolin master tells him that, oh by the way, you know your sister, like, she, was, she killed herself because, you know, his henchman was coming after her to do something, I mean, she, she kicks ass pretty well in that film. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, she, she also battled Jackie Chan in that film, but in that part. But, and then, he, then so obviously there's a revenge bit on it, but it's not, that's almost like a secondary point. You, you kind of, I think, is, was there any need to yeah, have that in there? Uh, yeah. Was that just meant like the, that the big henchman guy? Exactly. Like, like I said, I think he had a lot of sticky fingers in this film as well, wasn't it? Because I said most of it was done in post-production. It'd be very interesting to see what, ver- you know, his version that he wanted in his head. Well, it, I'd love to see. It was, it was written by uh, Michael Allen and Bruce Lee, although I think he was, and directed by Bruce Lee with Robert Klaus. Um, but, as I said to you earlier on, it was, it was pretty close to the script. It was pretty yeah. close to the script. So he kind of makes you... Because apparently the writer, I mean, this, this is what I said in the documentary, that he wasn't the most well-known of writers, and he kind of, like, he didn't really... Have, I think he was probably a guy who liked to, you know, the people about it. Uh, oh, yeah. and, uh, and kind of, like, wrote it pretty quickly in its first draft, which I think was called Blood and Sweat, I think, yeah. off the top of my head. Um, so, but it just seems weird the way that you've got that bit... And let's talk about that bit where you see his sister, like, you know... The, the Shaolin master apparently you know he's the one who talks about he don't do much fighting no he don't there's not much protecting going on no no so she kicks ass by about 30 of them runs off and then just stabs herself in the guts yeah which I'm not too sure why she did that is that because of that she wouldn't be able to face the, the is that the kind of like the honour kind of thing mm. or something I think, yeah, I think you're looking at that quite deeply I think it was just let's put a woman in we're going to put a woman in the put a woman in yeah well that's that film kill isn't it? so it's suicide's a... involved and that surely that's more I don't know though because I don't know I think he's a film that's got something for everyone in it. I think that's how he, he tried to do it, that, didn't he? Let's put mm. something in for everyone. Every kind of story in there. Bit of spy, bit of revenge, yeah. bit of love. Bit of love. Now, the, uh, the, the guy that we mentioned there earlier on, um, O'Hara, Robert Ward, is the one who, you know, is the big, the big white dude. Who looks very much like Pat Roach. Yeah. Who gets his face yeah, cut yeah, 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 yeah. Who's the other What's Bolo? his name? Bolo's the big... Bolo, of course, he's played by uh, Bolo Young, who... That's his real name. Bola, yeah, you know, Bola, he's the one who, he's the one who, you know, we were talking about Bloodsport earlier on with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's pretty much the same kind of thing. Virtually exactly the same character. He's got that same face. Like, yeah. 
times all that kind of strange you know, it's only junk on a band and I think it's any good yeah it's I, I've really watched good films and I've enjoyed them but they're not good it's supposed to be a true story but it ain't is it? nah nah but Bruce Willis is a good film no, he is really good it really, apart from it's another film I'm sure we talked about this last month I don't know why we talked about it at Christmas must have been some reason but the fact that Jean-Claude Van Damme has to do that thing where he does the split yeah. in between two cupboards in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, we should talk about this before. But he keeps the plugs in the fruit bowl, yeah, 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 yeah. not on the camera. You don't yeah, want to see him yeah, dangling yeah. down because you want to get some spoons and good. No, that's beside the point. But Robert Wall, who played O'Hara in this film, there, is, there, there, there was an urban myth that the, the same way you see him break the bottles. Mm. Now, there was no, they were bottles. They, they, they were not sugar bottles because they never had them then. The actual button, because it was two or four takes. He does cut Bruce Lee in one of the... It was just a mistime, uh, pure accent. Now, the urban myth was, was that he didn't like Bruce Lee, and so he did it deliberately, and so Bruce Lee took it out of him and gave him a massive kick, and he did contact him. Part of that's true. If they got on fabulously well, they, they, did, they, they were good friends. It was just a mis, mistime. Yeah. And because he cut Bruce Lee, when they did the next scene... His timing was like that, and he did kick him full force. And you see when he go back and go into the people, yeah. hit a bloke behind him, broke his arms, both of them. <laughs> Holy shit! That was said he had to sit with Bruce Lee. He needs to have ridiculous power in him. Yeah. Because you remember he's smaller than me. That, that is small. I think he sort of he hadn't picked a load of people to be in it anyway, didn't he? It's like his yeah, sparring well, partner. His sparring partners at the beginning mm-hmm. uh, of the film. He's, 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 he's bodyguard. He's, body, he's bodyguards in his well because his mm-hmm. bodyguards supposed to be able to beat Bruce Lee up, didn't they? That's why he picked him. Yeah, so he's the only person who could beat well, him up. The guy at the beginning, which Ray mentioned, his sparring partner. That that was filmed at the end of the afterwards the film. He, he did he did all that and he clearly had it in because it, it had the old kind of like you know a bit more. This is where he comes from kind of stuff. But yeah, he did hand pick anything. Jackie Chan apparently in one of the scenes when he's got the sticks and he smacked he actually smacked him with the stick uh-huh. by accident again just missed, missed time because he was a stunt because obviously Jackie Chan was a stuntman at this point um, promised him that to be he'd, he'd give him a role in every film we did bit of a bugger really because mm. it was his last film <laughs> his last film um, it does say here I'll, I'll read this bit because <clears throat> I really might quite like this um, among the stuntmen for the film were members of the Seven Little Fortunes including Jackie Chan you mentioned earlier. Now, I think we all know name is it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we all know Jackie Chan and what he's gone on to do. I mean, he's probably the most famous. We were talking about this Western today. Asian star. Sort of left us a bit. I, you know, well, he's, he's kind of famous more for for the Burt Reynolds style bloopers at the end of the films. But, you know. That's what I, I got. That's how I first knew Jackie Chan. Was the cannibal run? He's just done too much now, isn't he? Really? I know people like, said he did amazing films. I've never seen Drunken Master and Play Story. I've seen Play Story. I've not seen any of these ones with Chris Rock. Oh, um, oh yeah, the one, uh, Shanghai, no. No. Shang- no, not Shanghai Nights. Yeah, Shanghai Noon, isn't there? Yeah, there's another one, there's one, there's one, 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 one a K-Boy one, and then London one. What's that one, I don't know, Fist in the Eagle's Claw or something like that? That's, that's a classic one. That was really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I saw Drunken Master when I was a kid, because that's the famous one, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, but that's it, I sort of, but it was Bruce Lee that got me into it. Yeah. It just really was. Now, Samo Hung... Uh, in 1978, Raymond Chow gave Hung the task of completing the fight coordination of the reshoot of Game of Death, the film course Bruce Lee was unable to complete because he died. Uh, in 1988, the US television network, CBS, began broadcasting a programme called Martial Law. Now, do you remember Martial Law? Uh, uh, it was the yeah, Hong Kong... Uh... Yeah, that was him. Oh, that's interesting. Sam Hung, yeah, that was him. So that's how... I, 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 I remember that programme. I think I remember much. I saw a few of them thinking... Because he, he's quite heavy. He's a big bloke, he's a big isn't he? Throwing himself. <coughs> yeah, but he can do. I mean, look, let's face it. Who's the heaviest uh, martial artist going now? He's got bad hair. Stim Seagal. He's there still really go. quick. Is he? 
Yeah. Or was that just clever editing? No, he's still quick. See what was on, oh, sorry, completely unrelated, what was on the other day? A ghost dog? ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
John Woo films yeah, in the name. Jet yeah. Lee. Jet Lee's brilliant. Mm. He's underused though, isn't he? Completely in the Expendables. He's, he's a Jet Lee in Expendables, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, but he's only in the first one, isn't he? You know, like no, he's thing. in two of them, but in one of them he's just in a box for no apparent reason. Oh, God, I, I like the Expendables. Which is a bit nice. Second Expendables, one of the worst experiences in my life. Watching the second the one. Have you seen the third one yet? <laughs> no. If it's as bad as the second one, no. Is it's the second one the one with just all the catchphrases in I hate it. Oh, here Minnesota. comes a lone wolf. <laughs> and then comes Shutter's Oh my god. That's the one where they I hate it. Like, mm, isn't it true isn't it true that you once got bitten by a cobra? And he goes, the cobra died. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to do nah. Chuck Norris facts because that's what's nice about that website is when you go on there and you start reading Chuck Norris facts. <laughs> you think, him saying it. The, you know, I think the thing things can become too meta can't they and I think yeah. that's the thing with films there's a level where self irony is good but when it comes too much and that's oh, where it's too yeah. much it's like when you had that bit where uh, Sh- uh, Schwarzenegger like, I'll be back and Bruce Willis goes no I'll be back and you think oh yeah. come on you know you don't need and Bruce, has Bruce Willis got I suppose you'd be kind I just want more of Stallone Stallone's a brilliant writer and a brilliant actor he, he's, he's better than stuff like this. Yeah, he's I mean, better than he. I watched Copland over Christmas. Yeah, Copland's one of the great, yeah, great yeah, crime yeah, films that is. Under, under, he's under, but he's amazing, isn't he? Mm. You feel really sorry for him. as well. Yeah, he did. It's a great film that is. Like, you know, yeah. the, great yeah. film. You know, yeah, you, you, look at, you, look, Tyler, the, you look at the films that uh, that Stallone wrote, like Rocky. Whatever well, you say about Rocky, Rocky's a great film. Well, what's also a favourite film? He's really, is it? Yeah, she's she unlucky, haven't we? No, she, she wants to come in on the Rocky one. She oh, loves right. it. She's got loads of facts about it. What, Mean Streets? There's Mean Streets. It's Rocky now. Mm-hmm. She watched Mean Streets again recently and realised she's done it to death and she spoils it for herself now. <laughs> yeah, I never was a great fan of Mean Streets. Oh, it's great. Uh, I think it's not really a film, though. It's just basically a loose filming of. Yeah. Do you like Main Street? It's kind of his college film, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, really I like it. It looks beautiful. Yeah. I love some of it, but there ain't really a lot to it. No, no it doesn't. And it doesn't need his ultimate mumblecore. Yeah. Everyone mumbling around in it. Mm. But it's a great. I, I think the thing with, with Main Street, I think it's one of those films where I, I was told to watch it so many times that when I did watch it, I was just mm. not unimpressed by it. I, 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 then I haven't seen it for, <laughs> for about 20 odd years. Mm. So. Anyway, so some quotes now. <clears throat> this film does have quotes. As per usual, I'm not putting quotes in unless I find something, purely for the fact that I like to get record this and edit it straight away. But <clears throat> here's some. Do you want to read any of these out? <laughs> I've done mine. Okay. Uh, my, you can, you can read these out, can't We are all ready to win, just <laughs> as you are born only knowing life. It is defeat that you must learn to prepare for. I don't waste my time with it. When it comes, I won't even notice. <laughs> oh, hassle. Because I'll be too busy looking good. <laughs> yeah, that is a nice I also appreciate the fact that you did the accent for that as well. Well, you know. Yeah, the way. It is so racist. There's a black man in that, isn't it? He's not really cool. He's just loads of women at all times, isn't he? <laughs> There's one of the only lines from Bruce Lee. I'm not going to do the Bruce Lee line. I do. Uh, a good fight should be like a small play, but played seriously. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready, not thinking, yet not dreaming, ready for whatever may come. When the opponent expands, I contract. When he contracts, anything else? I think I think he he was really he must Bruce Lee must have written all those, must have those. Um, yeah, did do, do that one because you did the good Williams there. There's that one. Uh, I just know about by heart. Don't concentrate on my finger. You will miss all the heavenly glory. That's brilliant. Yeah, I didn't do that Williams one. What the accent? What the? What the? That one's better. Go on. 
<laughs> Mr. Hand, suddenly I wish to leave your island. It is not possible. <laughs> Bullshit, Mr. Ham Man. <laughs> well, that's a bit with this thing. When you talk about it, it makes you want to watch it. Really badly want to watch it, doesn't it? Yeah, really good. It's worth buying, tell you. I mean, it's dirt cheap on internet. Is it on Blu-ray? Have they got a Blu-ray version? Yeah, there. Not much difference, though. And really, to be fair, when you watch the film, there's no, I don't think they've done any, any clean transfer or anything. Just, oh, they haven't tried? No, just, no, no, just uh, a basic from film to that, and, and both discs are virtually there. I have got it somewhere, I'm sure I have, because we used to always watch it on... I've got it on VHS. Yeah, so, yeah. some trivia. Here we go. Oh, this is my favourite bit, Mintz. Uh, production was... Was that sarcasm? No. Or was that the fact that you didn't have to say anything? No, that's just like... Do you want to read the trivia? No. Do you want to read the trivia? No. You do it. Well, you're the host. Aren't we are the host? Just yeah, I'm the guest. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, production was. <laughs> I didn't fucking read it in Chinese accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it was Production. Well, uh, no, no, no. production was. Oh, so, production was halted briefly when a young woman's body was found near the set. They should have filmed that because isn't it the bit where there's a body found? There is a bit. Yeah, yeah there is. There's like some. Yeah. One, one of the opium. Yeah. Opium uh, women. Uh, the movie was filmed without sound. Okay, so I've said it before. Uh, Bruce Lee defeats fifty opponents in oh. the ca- in the cave fight scene. Bloody hell! Isn't I it? don't think it was fifty mm. different people. It's probably all the same people. But it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce Lee Jackie Chan appears three times in the film. He is one of Su Lin's attackers. She knees him in the groin, and twice later, towards the end of the film, in the big cave fight scene, Lee grabs his hair for a while before breaking his neck. Is also one of the stuntmen that Lee hits when he wheels two sticks. So it's a bit like the Pat Roach of the uh, Indiana Jones world. In the final fight, the courtyard, Bruce Lee can be seen running around frantically on the right hand side of the screen, choreographing the fight. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> can you, did you know this? <coughs> I didn't know because I wrote that after. Oh, after. Also, there is a weird You know where Han walks down and, he's in, and uh, John Saxon goes, Who are these guys? And he goes, uh, You know, opium drunks. The scum of the world, old and frail, and you see them all looking old and frail. Bullshit! Because when you open that door, they come out and they're kicking ass, and they're like, "Well, well, that wouldn't happen." No. I think you're thinking way too much into this film, man. And also, you can see the street, you know when they, they the, the girls throw them things out, the yeah. little thing, you can see the string on them. Well, <laughs> that was the, I think when you were a kid, it was two things for that film that we were all learning. It was nunchakers and ninja stars. Mm. They were not the most sort at the fucking. I remember at school making out of bloody metal work, making a fucking ninja star. But my thing was always, you know, hand at the end with his um, hand. Oh yeah, with his. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, got, yeah. he's just got weird hands. He's got, he's got yeah, it's just got a metal hand. Bro. Yeah, but he's yeah. crapping eh? And then he's, he's got that one that's, that's like a, it's like a bear. Yeah. He's got like an airy back. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, one? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, what's he and doing? That, like a coconut. Yeah. It's like a coconut shell. Now, there is a thing as well where, like, just to say some of the plot of the films, we haven't bothered. Um, but no, plot's a little bit of a little I mean, he, he needs to go. Basically, this guy's decided everything, and he, you know, he's up to opium dealing, which is basically it. So, you know, stay with Basically, he's going to get a bit Well, just say with the fighting thing, he comes along and Saxon's looking at that, all of his collection of false hands. And when he gets to the, they're all the right mm. hand, aren't they? Left hand side. But then, when he gets to the skeletal hand, then he goes, oh, that, you know, it's clearly his magic hand. It's a right hand. He's a... But you no, never see his other hand. What do you think, spare hand number two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Red Dwarf, yeah. I love that bit. Oh, even you want to watch Red Dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think there's something like uh, a ridiculous amount of mirrors used for that final scene. It's a great scene. And loads of, loads of the, the production people on that film said they, they, couldn't, they couldn't stand it. They had to keep going out to get like, reality back yeah. to them. Because obviously you're watching it and you're seeing... 
loads of different things. But that death, when you see him on that, that spike at the end, just casually spinning round. I mean, that's yeah. been done to death. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's been in the Simpsons as well. That was a really good Simpsons episode. Well, you're right, you're right. Because Simpsons supposed to be like one of the top oh, yeah, exactly. kung fu. He, he, he's he's all he's got is his stabby stabby action. Yeah, yeah. He's got anything Bruce Lee's a bit shit. And he's got, he's got a weird comb over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm glad you mentioned yeah. it. He's got a brings up a hair kind of thing. But one, he's got his hair drawn back, which is always a good look. It's a bit like your man out of Peaky Blinders. You like hair drawn back. You've always got hair drawn back. Yeah, because I've got a massive slap, so it's like, yeah, I'm it. But... Like like the guy in Peaky after in Peaky Blinders, his hair's all back. Then yeah, he's got, he's got a massive yeah. floppy hair. It's the same with Han in that. He's fighting around. It's all perfectly <laughs> comes down. Yeah. Like, oh man, that's really cool. Yeah. Cool hair. So um, yeah, I think we I think we all agree that we really like the film. Yeah, I think what works great. What guy? He's just a funky soundtrack all the way through. Him. Mm. It just really works. If it, it could be corny now, if they did that, he wouldn't have a he wouldn't have a cool wah wah peddling yeah. there, would you? Nah, nah. I was thinking, what if uh, you know? Like other films that got like Star Wars and other funky soundtrack. That would be really interesting, wouldn't it? Be really weird, wouldn't it? It'd be a different film, really. Has Spaceballs got a funky soundtrack in it? We should have. Probably has. We're going to do Spaceballs. We're going to do Spaceballs. We should do Spaceballs when the new Star Wars film comes out. Because it's got my favourite ever lines in the film. He's calm in the desert. He's <laughs> yeah. got that black blow and Afro comb. He's in that, 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 that Jones from Police Academy as well. Yeah. And that was another film where we went to Pixar that and we absolutely died watching that film. <laughs> we did Police Academy only Police Academy 1 Police Academy 1 is really good Police Academy is a fantastic film <laughs> and my, my Mrs. Major wants to do jump in on uh, when we do Airplane yeah Airplane's a classic it really is uh, next uh, next episode coming out has already been recorded and that's the racing car oh yeah 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 uh-huh. uh, but we'll be we'll be recording our next show next week we don't know what we're doing yet do we no, no we're going to have another we'll, thing we'll decide in a bit we're yeah. going to be spontaneous about that kind of thing yeah I think we'll, we've, we've got a hell of a lot of films I know you want to do Broke Back Mountain but it's not going to happen <laughs> I'm not doing it I'm not doing it or no, watching Broke Back Mountain Hand on Heart never seen that film I've watched it actually there you go yeah, and there's you sitting yeah but you know what I saw it after I saw that bit in bloody Love Too Short <laughs> and I couldn't and it you know that bit where he's got the two where he's got the two dwarves and they're recreating it and he's shaking him into oh, the right, yeah. where'd you get that temp from <laughs> I couldn't get it out of my head when I was touching that thing and I was giggling all the way through it and I'm good you're not meant to be laughing it's a really emotional scene and I just <laughs> talking about it talking about emotional stuff before we wrap up did, did you watch Derek I haven't watched it yet. I, 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 did you watch I, it? I, yeah, yeah, I watched it. Uh, you know, spoiler free then. What, what did you? What did you? I think didn't know. Like oh, I, I, um, was you left a little bit? I'm not a fan. I'm not. I'm not a fan. Much about it now. Well, exactly. Yeah. I've heard no one talk about it. No. So you should load maids on Facebook saying how amazing it is. You've got the right if you don't like something Ricky Gervais to say you don't like it. Well, he I didn't like the second series. Well, you know I hated it of you, you, you know my things are... And I, look, hey, I love The Office and I love it. Oh, no. We, we, but, the Office is going to get done. We are yeah, doing we are that. Doing the office, just yeah, 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 we haven't given up on TV. No, no, means, no there's, there's quite a few things we still want to do. But you know that I'm not a great fan of series two of The Office. The office. That's... Again, that's not saying that I don't... No, it, it is fantastic. It's just that I don't like cringe comedy. Not cringe comedy, it's the crude comedy. I'm not going to give a shit about that. But it, I don't like... I, uh, I, I embarrassment like, of... Uh, you put, yeah, yeah. somebody... Because, which is fantastic writing, because I think that's what it's meant to do. I think you, you are meant to feel uncomfortable, especially because really Brent's not a horrible character. Not horrible and, I think, and also the same with Andy Mulman in, uh, in Extras. You know, he's just somebody who's, who wants more than what he's... You know, at the end of the day... 
which is what I was very extra, so I did go off a bit, but the fact that he gets a TV, he gets a TV programme of his own, yet he's still not happy. Yeah. And that whole thing, you can't, you can't, you know, he's like, fucking make him for a living. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it, it was just that episode with the dog being put down in that second season. Yeah. That series for that. I just hated it. I thought, I don't want to sit in and be made to feel up... Which is ironic because you know, you like dark kind of like I do but you know funny he said when he was on Grand Norton before Christmas and he was talking about the, the Christmas stress and he went at the end he went oh don't worry no dogs get put down in it so he's obviously someone has said I don't think there was no need for it it yeah. was complete maudlin and I don't the first series was more, <coughs> more of a comedy moment, it was funny but, I don't find it and funny and it's kind of too easy to be you know when you're talking about old people and old persons yeah. at home it's, you know, all too easy to have those moments, yeah. I think, where it's... And I thought, that, you know, because I think, what was that? There was another one coming in, in the 80s, weren't the 90s, about older people, was it? Not pushing the daisies. Oh, with... Uh, waiting for God. Yeah, waiting for God. And that was doing that kind of thing. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be something like different. <gasps> it was. But I thought it was going to be something different. Obviously. I thought it was going to be <clears throat> witty and surreal in that world to yeah. show that these people that can be as funny. Well, I like think, a, I and think... it wasn't the old people all die. Every, yeah. It's like, oh, all right. Don't you think as well that he did... He, he, you missed Carl Pilkington? There's no doubt that. It yeah, was yeah, a gaping yeah. hole. Kevin... Was such a wide, one-dimensional character that could have done really funny and, and, things. And he's a character you're not going to like. I mean, there is a good point in that the Christmas. I know you're saying. I am going to watch it. I will watch it. I just realised that there was an advert. I was watching something on uh, one of the cable channels. I can't even watch or something like that. And they played it at you know um, William Gaunt, who was in uh, the Champions. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of my all-time favourite shows growing up as a kid was No Place Like Home. Oh. And I used to love the fact this guy used to go yeah. and sleep and just, just get away from his family and have, a, have his own like greenhouse and he'd have like a, a like a beer cake or something in there and have a cup of it. And I'll say, I haven't seen it in years. And he was advertised at the last show in their full series for episode one. I'm, yeah, like, I'm damn right I am. You'll yeah. <laughs> probably be, because uh, Martin Clunes is in it, really young Martin Clunes is in it, oh. plays the son. And it's not one of them things where you're like, is either, am I going to be upset that it's not as funny as I remember? Because obviously it was in the 80s I watched it. A bit yeah. like Butterflies when you watch Butterflies. Yeah, it's not, yeah, I never it's not Butterflies. Good, no. Anyway, so that's the end of the Enter the Dragon. That's a waffly episode. I've been all over the place on this one. But that's what you listeners expect. Uh, if you want to send us any emails, Jen's going to come up in a bit and give you all the information. Ray, thanks for joining us. You're going to come along again and do... Hitchhiker's um, Guide. We do Hitchhiker's Guide. And if you do Highlander, I'll do that. We are going to do Highlander. Oh, oh, you think oh you got, man! You think you got quotes in there? Like, these quotes come out in that? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I need to buy one of that. Another really excuse to buy another. Yeah. So uh, thanks very much for joining us, and that's it. Goodbye from me. Cheerio. Bye. What is the highest technique you hope to achieve? To have no technique. Of course, the art of fighting without fighting.
you would like to voice your opinions in written or vocal form, then please do email the lads at waffleonpodcast at gmail.com and await your views to be aired and then royally torn apart or praised. If you stalk the Internet and hide in such social networks as Facebook, then why not join the group page? It's easy to do. Just type Waffle On Podcast in the search bar, find the page, and join. This has been a Waffle On production. Copyright Simon Meddings and Mark C. Kelly. Be seeing you.